Hello, and welcome to the Day One Dreams podcast. I'm your host, Patrice Jenkins. On this podcast, we roll back a success story to the first days, the small steps, the beginning of the beginning, long before you hear about it from Oprah or on the Today Show. When I see someone doing something I want to do, I often feel like there is this huge gap between where I'm starting and what that person has achieved. This gap feels too big, and so instead of being inspired, I'm discouraged. I stop before ever getting started. That's why I like to focus on the very beginning. When I learn about someone's starting steps, many of which I think, I could do that, then I find inspiration and courage to get started. That's what this podcast is about, helping you find the starting line. The other day I was speaking with a friend and I told her I had started a podcast. And she responded, doing a podcast has been on my list forever. I found that interesting. I had never heard her talk about doing a podcast before. But I can only imagine if the roles were reversed and I had wanted to do a podcast forever and she was doing one, that I would experience that gap. That feeling of where I'm starting and where she's at is too big to cross, that she must know so much more about the technology, she must have so much more drive, she must have so much more of everything to actually make this idea happen. I decided to use this episode to focus on my podcasting starting story. I think it's a great way to illustrate how you can go from those very first steps, not even knowing how you're going to get where you want to be, but by just putting something into motion you can make this dream begin to exist. So my story began earlier this year. After writing a book, It's Still Good, Dreams Don't Have Expiration Dates, I decided to create a company called Day One Dreams. So the idea of Day One Dreams is it's a place where we celebrate the starting line. There's a lot of people cheering for us at the end when we're successful, when we've accomplished great things. But when we start, those days are rather silent. Most people don't consider them newsworthy, and yet that is really the day to celebrate, the day we stop talking about going after a dream and doing something with it. So I wanted to bring together a community of cheerleaders for the starting line. And it just seemed like a podcast was one way to do that, to provide value to that community with messages from me as well as people I interview. And they share their starting stories, rolling it back to what those first days looked like. I didn't know anything about podcasting. That was the problem. Yet, I couldn't get this idea out of my head. About that time, I received a request to be a guest on a podcast. And I've been a guest on other podcasts, but this one was raising the bar. When I looked back at some of their former guests, well, I recognized the names of some of those people. They're best-selling authors and people who are leaders in their field. And I realized that this was a bigger deal than what I'd done before. And so I wanted to have a very professional presence as their guest. I decided to invest in equipment so that my delivery would be more professional. It was going to be a video podcast, so I got an external camera, a ring light, a microphone, headset, and when the day came, I was ready. I was ready to hit this ball out of the park. And then I got an email saying the interview needed to be postponed. The equipment sat there for six weeks, collecting dust. 
I hadn't heard back about rescheduling the interview, and I began to think it would never happen. And so I considered just packing up all my equipment and sending it back. That's when I remembered I wanted to have a podcast. Now I had all the equipment. In fact, I had set up a really beautiful podcasting station, even though I didn't know how to do it. This brings me to an idea that I write about, and I call it creating a crisis. It's when we intentionally do something to help fast forward our dream. It's like a jump start. We decide to do something that puts us on the hook, and we have to be accountable to that. Now, I don't like to waste money, so I decided $500 sounds like a crisis. Maybe since I have the equipment, I should take the next step. That interview did get rescheduled. At the end of it, the host asked me, so what's next for Patrice? What's next for Day One Dreams? And so I told him that I was thinking about starting a podcast. This is the first time I had said it out loud, that I had made it public, which is a really good idea. When I think back to my friend who said, I've been wanting to do a podcast forever. If I had known that, I probably would have been encouraging her, would have been sending information to her that might help her learn how to go about doing it. So making it public allows other people to add logs to your fire, to be your cheerleaders. It also holds you accountable, not so you'll do the things you don't want to do, but so that you'll do the things that you do want to do. I thought about that interview for the next couple of days and what I had said about maybe I'd start a podcast. The host encouraged me to do it. He said, it's really fun. You're going to have an opportunity to speak with a lot of interesting people and it will open doors. During that interview, one thing I said is, I can't stand to have the same conversation about dreams and goals over and over again. One year later, five years later, same conversation. And so I thought about what if he were to call me up a year later and say, how's that podcasting idea coming along? Would we be having the same conversation? Maybe I needed to listen to my own advice. It was also about that time that I received an email about a podcasting workshop that was being run by Seth Godin. Now, Seth Godin is one of my favorite uh, best-selling authors, entrepreneurs, marketing gurus. He is one of the wisest men I know. So I clicked on learn more and I found out that this podcasting workshop was going to run for seven weeks. It was going to take me from knowing nothing to publishing my first episode. This sounded like exactly what I needed to take that next step. I hovered over the registration button. Yes or no. Yes or no. It was an investment, just as I had made an investment in my equipment. But dreams are worth it. I decided to click submit. My podcasting story is very much in the early stages. There are many days when it feels like make-believe that it will never happen, that nobody cares, not even me. Even on those days, though, I know this podcast has begun to exist. I'm here, you're here, the beginning of the beginning, and that's how success stories are written. So let's review the three main principles that moved me from wanting to have a podcast to publishing and think about how these principles relate to something that you want to start, something that's on your list, maybe something that has been on your list forever. 
One is to create a crisis. Do something that will put you on the hook and fast forward your start. Two is ask yourself, what is the conversation I want to have one year from now? Write this down and revisit it throughout the year. In fact, I'm going to dedicate some episodes to one year later conversations. I think it will be really fun to hear about how people are moving their dreams and goals forward. And the third thing is to sign up for something. In my case, it was a class. It's nice if there's a built-in community of learners where you have accountability and camaraderie that will help you succeed. I encourage you to write down these principles and make a plan to put them into action. One small step, then another, and your dream begins to exist. If you have been moved to action, which I hope you have, please email me, patrice at patricejenkins.com. You could be a future guest on the Day One Dreams podcast. I know you're just getting started, but that is what we celebrate at Day One Dreams, the starting line.